C'est en forgeant qu'on devient forgeron. Which means it is by forging that one becomes a blacksmith. Welcome to Washington's most controversial, the most raw, unfiltered, uncut podcast. Hosted by Seattle-based Commander-in-Chief of Laughter, General Mutombo. Love from Washington State, USA. the show ladies and gentlemen welcome to the general mutombo uncut we are here again god has blessed us we are here amazing we're blessed i hope you guys are holding yourself together and today like no other day we're bringing the show razor like machete wah, wah. wakanda forever i'm bringing my sister my friend a personal friend of mine a doctor you know a doctor people are talking different but i'm bringing her here her name is elise elise welcome to the show thank you dennis for having me how are yeah. you doing my sister i'm doing good have you hold your, how you been holding your yourself corona have you been holding yourself <laughs> i mean um with my husband it's just been uh, quarantining at home mm. not going places even yes. when we go out it's just grocery shopping um not doing much basically you are you are experiencing a new thing in our generation uh, in lifetime actually in the world we are having masks on we're using hand sanitizer all the time how has this changed your lifestyle like as a person like you wake you're wearing now something on your face covering something how do you feel like walking around going to the grocery store going to work how is it for you I mean, I wish she has changed anything, but for me, not really, because I work in the hospital. So, mm. like washing your hand all the time is what I do, anyways. Oh, yes. But the f- the fast co- the face cover, sorry, the face cover is um is new. I would it's say. new, yes, it's yes. different, yes. Yes, it's a little different. Okay. But, I mean, what can we do, right? Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you properly. Elise, I want you to give us your full government self. <laughs> Explain who's Elise. Who's this girl? Okay, so I was born and raised in Cameroon, Cameroon um, which yes. is in Central Africa, where yes. depending on which Wikipedia you use, mm-hmm. if you use wikipedia.fr is okay. Central Africa, if you use wikipedia.com is West Africa. But, oh, that's an know, interesting that's fact. Interesting. So two different dic- dictionaries put Cameroon in different, in different places. Part. Why? In Why is that? Why is that? I have no idea, but uh, when I grew up, it was Central Africa because we use the Central uh, Central Frank, Africa. Yes, okay. the, the money was Central Frank. Okay. Right. Um, so I grew up in Africa, and I moved around in the in Africa as well. Yes. I went to Ivory Coast for three years. Oh, three um, years in Ivory Coast. Yes. Okay. I also spent one year in um, Morocco. Morocco. Yes. In yes. North. Yes. Hey, you have gone. You're yeah. in Morocco, okay? I was in Morocco, but okay. basically, I spent at least I would say 14 years of my life in Cameroon. Okay. Yeah. And what was your favorite country of all this, Cameroon? Cameroon is my favorite, of hey, course. Yes, what, that's where family is. What's the capital of Cameroon? Yaoundé. All right. Yaoundé. So you're, yeah. you're in, in Cameroon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Cameroon, which educational system? Are you using the British system or using the French system? So Cameroon is French and English. I grew up in the French mm-hmm. part. If you grew, It's divided. Is it like a north-south thing or...? Um, it's a little bit like Canada. They have like Quebec and okay. then the rest of the country is English speaking. Oh. So the same thing for Cameroon, but Cameroon is more French. More French. Than English. Less English. Yes. Okay. 
Yes. Wait, so, so yeah. <laughs> so if you grow up in the French part, you have the French education system. Yes. In the English part, it's a little different. Yes. Yeah. Now, um, you went uh, through the French system, I, yes. I assume. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, in Kenya, yeah, we were taught everything in English. A lot of things in English. We had only mm -hmm. one, maybe two subjects in, in another language, which was Swahili. Tanzania, next to us, Tanzania. Mm -hmm. They were only speaking Swahili. They spoke. They taught English in Swahili. Mm -hmm. They taught math in Swahili. Okay. They taught chemistry in Swahili. Now I want to know how was French? How was teaching French chemistry like French math? Yes. So, how was it? Was it different? In everything is in French. We don't use um, because in Cameroon we also have like several tribes, yes. like mother tongues and everything. Yes. Everybody just with everything is taught in French. No matter which tribe you're from, everything is taught in French. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking to Dr. Elise. I've been disrespectful since this no, show started, no, so I want to make sure I bring it slowly. So, Dr. Elise. Yes. What did the young Elise want to be in Cameroon? Okay, so when I grew up, I, I'm the first of four. Yes. So I was, I grew up caring about to my little brother and sister. So mm -hmm. you know when you're the first. Siblings, like, Exactly. Star. I yes. take off my little brother and sisters. Yes. My, even like I was, grow, I grew up in a, in a um, city. Mm -hmm. So we had a lot of family members coming to home, to our home. Yes. For like, um, if they had some type of issue to the hospital, yes. you know, because I'd be hospital around their house. Mm -hmm. So I grew up like caring about people. Mm -hmm. So like I really wanted to become um, someone that cares about people, like a doctor. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I had not a passion, but I love drawing. I drew, I, I was drawing like buildings, not like, like you, just you know. Art, you're an artist. You exactly, just, yeah, okay. yeah I was, I, so p even people thought I was, was going to become an architect. Like, like, you, like you were so good at drawing, I was I so good. I even won a prize when I was in primary school. Why girl, big girl, big girl. Yeah, yes, yes, I yes, drew okay. the whole school, like everything to the point. You were um, so detailed on it, yeah. I was so detailed. I really love drawing. Um, so that's why I wanted, not I wanted to become an architect, but people thought I was going to become an architect, mm -hmm. but I was really drawn to caring about people, right? So being honest, people. Being honest with yourself yeah did you care about people because your father told you to care about people and your heart was at the art or were you doing how do you simultaneously balance this because i have our uh, i have our uh, guests who come and they tell you how one thing led to the other or down yeah. the line they connected the two so how was it for you actually my parents were lucky because i'm the one who chose the medicine part so hey. they, i know right hey. so they were very lucky hey. with me that oh, yes. i actually wanted to become to be a, a doctor, doctor. yes, yes. So um, that was an easy choice, okay, you, <laughs> I would say. Go ahead. And, and I'm happy that you chose it because that means your heart is in it. Yes. You enjoy the passion. You're passionate about being a doctor. Mm -hmm. Now, you're in Cameroon. Yes. How did your dream manifest as a doctor from Cameroon? Did you move? Did you go to a university in Cameroon? How was it? How did you learn it to go? Okay, so after I finished with high school, I got my high school diploma. Yes. I really wanted to become a doctor. So I, when you, before applying to med school, you, you do it on your 11th grade, before oh. you do 12th so grade. You guys did the, it was six? So it was seven years in um, junior and high school. I, I oh, this know. is Cameroon, so seven, seven? So it's like six, seven. Oh, Sorry. six, seven. Okay, six, okay, seven, okay. Yeah. Right. So, um, 11th grade, you had to start applying. So, I applied in French, I was in France, yes. in Belgium. I applied in all French speaking countries. 
I did not want to go in English speaking country because of the language barriers. Oh, yes. I had to learn English. All of, I mean, like, you know. Was it hard to apply for school um, to French speaking? Was it easier to get an English speaking university than French speaking university? Or what was it? What was your experience? I hadn't even tried English speaking countries, to be okay. honest. Okay. I only tried a French one, but because mm -hmm. my, you know, well, third world countries, yes. everything's paper. Yeah, everything so is paper. So even after I finished my high school diploma, for that to receive to my just degree, to receive it, you have to get my English. Exactly. Yes. So I waited so long that the the you know the start of uh, med school already gone. Ah. So they were like, you had to wait another year Man. to apply. So I went to Morocco because my dad was in origin Morocco. My okay, whole family, we all moved to Morocco okay. to join my dad. Yes. So I spent one year, I was going to school to become a pharmacist. Oh, okay. yes. I did not want to become a pharmacist. Why I, not? Pharmacist? No. I, my, my brother does pharmacy in Nebraska. It's beautiful. It is, but it, must, it is not for me. I mean, oh, kudos okay. to to my friends at the pharmacy. So <laughs> I told okay. my dad I want to become a doctor so bad. So okay. um, let's continue to apply in now English speaking countries. Yes. So I retired in Canada, but they only take um, residents or citizens. For doctors. For doctors. Okay. Not international, not, not international students. students. Exactly. Yes. And then my last option was the US. Oh, uh, yes. So um, then that was that. My dad was like, well, you have to learn the English. If you really want to become a doctor, that's what you, you have to you do. You have to because you're going to now to a different English speaking country. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So um, and then that's how I came to the US. What is your most memorable? Uh, what is your most memorable memory? Let me put it like this. Memorable moment mm -hmm. in Morocco, one, and in Cameroon, just two. So I will start with Morocco. In Morocco was the friends I, I made in Morocco. Good connections. Yes, good yes. connections. Yeah. Like people from all around the world because I was going to the university. So I met, I met, um, I met people from Ivory Coast, from oh, Madagascar, from people. all over the yes, place, uh, you know. And then, you know, when you meet people, like food, I love eating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind so, of food they have in Morocco? They cook like us, rice, yes, you know, what, uh, what they cook? Yes, they have a lot of rice, a lot of couscous. Oh, couscous, um, yeah. Yes, eh? which is my favorite food okay. in Morocco. Um, tagine. Tagine is a type what of stew okay. that you make with a lot of veggies and lamb. You can either put lamb or beef. It's like a, it's like a soup, like a sauce? Yes, no? like a okay, sauce, okay. but you cook veggies in like four. It's like big chunk of veggies oh. and then a big chunk of meat. Yeah. That's nice. It's, and it's delicious. It is amazingly delicious. Yeah. What is your most favorable, most of, what is your most favorable, memorable moment in Cameroon? In Cameroon is growing up, right, with family, with cousins. Mm. It's like the house was always full. Like it was people. Exactly. People big around, families. Like, big Africa, family. big families, yes. Like uncle and aunt staying yes. at the house with us, like cousins staying. I remember one vacation it was like twenty children in the house. That that's without the, the adults. There was no fights, yes, not a cooker, just everybody children yes. like, just in the same house. Like it was amazing. The one thing I, I admire about Africa is uh, uh, how we all found a way. Yeah. You know, people think we don't have like like bad family members but no, we just found a balance me. like this one limit yourself <laughs> now you're coming to america yes ladies and gentlemen we're going to take a little break but when we come back i want elize doctor hey look at yourself who's going to tell us how she came to america and how her pursuit relentless pursuit of being a doctor in america went so stay tuned more life Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, welcome back. We're right here with Dr. Elize. Today, as a very big guest from here, live in Seattle, Washington, USA. So Dr. Elize, welcome back to the show again. Thank you. So we were 
let's pick it up from okay. you're coming to America. Mm -hmm. So, what is your biggest culture shock? I know you've been on plays, Morocco. <laughs> Yeah. Now you're coming to America. This is big. You're coming to snow. Bears. Mm. Hey, these people. How was your culture shock? So my culture shock was food. Um, oh. I don't know, but like the first time I went to a buffet, I was like, oh my gosh, like this $9.99 for this much food. Like, holy cow. Like, Why is this not in Africa? I know, right? What? Exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, if you put it back home, they would just go out of business. Yes. But anyways, that was my first culture shock. And even the amount of food they put in your plate, you know, you can, like, you're like, these portions are too big for this very, much. very, very yes. big. Exactly. Yeah. So that was like one thing I was like, wow, this is... Which was your entry point in the USA? Where, where did you land? Which city did you come through? I came from through New York City okay. and then to Oklahoma. Oklahoma was right there by Wichita State. Welcome to Midwest. Yeah. How was life in Oklahoma for you? Because you know Oklahoma is a big change from Cameroon. How yes. was life in Oklahoma? Yes. How was you? Did you come in fall or summer? Um, May. That was uh, like the end of the end of winter. Oh, so, end of winter. Yeah. Oh, you came at a good time. So tell us, how was the experience with the sun? I did. I did. So okay. it was it was a little different because I didn't have that city i wasn't like in miami uh, i was miami. like huh, this it is, is a, this whoa. is the u.s this is it was weird you know in oklahoma they have like old houses yeah like, it's more old, they have sometimes have potholes yes. like you know like yeah i know <laughs> this mid, with midwest life yes. um it wasn't like but it was okay i, I, I was coming School, because I was coming from Morocco and yes. then to Oklahoma. To Oklahoma it's, like, it's an upgrade. So, exact, it's, so you're here doing, uh, you're here, uh, Oklahoma University you did? You, you went to the Oklahoma uh, University? I started with the community college actually. Okay, which community college was this? Oklahoma City Community College. So you started with Oklahoma City Community College. Mm -hmm. How was life in a community college? Because a lot of people like me and a lot of friends of mine, we came in through... Uh, the bigger university then yes. we transferred to the community university mm -hmm. where we did our associate but you came with the other way and it's yes. really is, is it harder to come as an international student more of the community college or is it harder to come with a big university actually it is easier to go through a community college mm -hmm. right what uh, are the, the application process is mm -hmm. a little easier and um, the benefit is money right it because it's cheaper it's more affordable it's yes. more affordable yes. than university okay and then it was what my dad could afford as well, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it was more uh, like a community, like small class sizes, okay. and um, like even teachers to student ratio was only small. Um, but yeah, so I came here, I studied with chemistry mm -hmm. because to become a doctor, you can do any major as a bachelor. Unless you do chemistry. Unless not, you can actually do dance to become a doctor. What? You can have a bachelor dance? in dance, you can have a bachelor in, in business, you can have a bachelor in anything. So doctor do. for what? Doctor for dancing? Doctor <laughs> for what? <laughs> but since you're gonna go to medical school, oh. so they have prerequisite for you to apply. But at the same time, to, for you to get a bachelor, you can do something you're passionate about. So you can be a, basically what we're learning, ladies and gentlemen, like you're saying like these guys can do any course. Yes, and then for undergraduate level. Undergraduate level. Yes. Then you can do the doctorate level. Okay, so yes. tell us about you're in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. You moved to the main campus. Yes. You're still doing doctor. What are you studying at this time? Because doctors, I know doctors have different tiers, different elements, different sub tiers, whatever. What are you studying? What are your specific um, area of uh, specialization? Okay, so so before, let me just break it down, like how Please to do. apply to medical med med school. Do. So first, after high school, you go to a an undergraduate level. Yes to get your bachelor's. So you can do, like I say, bachelor in anything. Yes. So um, you can do chemistry. I did chemistry because it was easier. Mm -hmm. They had all the prerequisites for you to apply to medical school. There's chemistry, biochem, and biology. They have a lot of um, prerequisites that you don't have to take extra. Okay. When you do like, maybe I'll say a major in business or engineering. 
So after you finish with your bachelor, now you apply to medical school for four years. So it's four years bachelor and then four years medical school. Okay. So medical school start actually after your bachelor. Okay. And then um, and it's just general medical medicine, right? Okay. For the for those four four years. Yes. Um, so I had a lot of friends that did engineering, chemistry, and biochemistry, like science courses. Science courses, yes. yes. So you moved from the community college. Which university did you go to? I went to the University of Utah. Hey! No, wait, 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 wait. So you're living in Oklahoma? Yes. You finished your, how, you say the two it's, years? It's an associate degree, yes. Yeah, two so years. you're two years. So you're going to Utah? Yes. What was your most memorable memory? When you are in Oklahoma, because you know, I don't know, there's a lot of things. I know you have a big casino there, Windstar, on the way yeah. to Dallas. What was your most memorable experience of, 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 of uh, undergrad? Undergrad, it was basically me taking trips to Dallas because there's nothing to do in Oklahoma. I'm sorry. I don't if you're from Oklahoma, <laughs> really, I'm so if sorry. If you're in Oklahoma, you. just study and go back to Africa. You know, you've been told, you've been told. Yes, anyway. so it was just me taking trips to go to Dallas with my friends. So you're moving to Utah? Yes. So. What is your biggest challenge? This is you're moving, you're moving yeah. again, you're moving to a new city. Mm -hmm. So Utah, what kind of city was Utah? Was Vegas? Yes. So it? I went. I was in Salt Lake City, Utah. Yes. Uh -huh. uh, I went to the University of Utah in yes. Salt Lake City. Mm -hmm. Biggest challenge. It was snowing a lot. You know, it's Oklahoma is cold. It was so hot. Yeah, Almost it was warm. Yes. Like, right. Yes. And I moved to Utah. It's snowing. Like it's so cold all the time. Did you know how to walk on snow? No, I didn't even walking, driving, like I had my ass on the floor. Uh, the if you don't have your ass on the floor, you're <laughs> exactly. not Africa. Uh -huh. Oh my goodness. So um, it was that and it was a little expensive than uh, Oklahoma. How expensive are we talking? Like a one, like a one bedroom in, in Utah and a one bedroom in Oklahoma. What is yes. the difference so in the, with you, the price? You go from a one bed, one bath in a nice complex that has two pools, a gym, gated in Oklahoma for four hundred. No, in Utah. Wait, 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 yes. wait. You just said four hundred for a gated. Four hundred gated community with two pools and a gym. Move to Oklahoma, guys. <laughs> okay, go ahead. To go to Utah, where you have a one bedroom for six hundred, almost seven hundred, I would say. And it's not having even equal to no, what is in Oklahoma. No, it is not. It's an old building, you know, the, the, the heater is not even working well. Damn. And it's so cold. So, Damn. yes, so that was Utah. That was the biggest challenge. Man, I'm sorry, yeah. man. So tell me about the transition. You're in Utah. Mm -hmm. from, uh, from I hear Utah, a lot of universities there do not have like, uh, like a very bold footprint of diversity, like black people, yes. white people in school. So... How was your university when you got there? How many black people in class? How many African students were there? What percentage can you put on the on the graph? Oof. Less than five percent, that's for sure. Less like, than five? A lot of classes. How many were you? A lot of classes. I it was almost maybe me and another one, another Nigerian girl, or sometimes I'm the only black person in the class. So like I said, I was taking chemistry. I was you know, it depends also your major, but even though the university African African population mm -hmm. was less than five percent. Paint a picture for me. So you're in a class, your professors down there. How big was like a lecture room? Like the biggest one on one of your classes you took. How many how many people were in like in a lecture room? Like yeah. what, 200, so 100? Yes, we have amphitheaters of like 300, 400, yeah. So you're in there, you're in a class, you're one of the minorities there. You're yes, a black person. Sure. How did you feel? You're an African uh, lady all the way from Cameroon. You've moved from Oklahoma. You're in Utah. You're pursuing your doctorate degree. Mm -hmm. This is the class. How did you feel? How, how was the energy? How was the environment for you? How did you feel? Empowered, if anything, mm. right? Because I'm very goal driven. Yes. Like I, when I set myself to something, I'm gonna do it. It doesn't matter if I have like, you know, like I'm the only one. Mm -hmm. But it, it's, it would have been good if I had 
other friends you know like me from africa or even black people i would go to and study together to but be doctors like exactly. in the same room so that we we you, you're, you're basically saying we belong in these spaces exactly right yeah now what is your biggest oh now your four years mm -hmm. so describe to us in, in a few words yeah those four years narrate them like this is the biggest challenge you had in medical school this is the most exciting part okay. you're gonna be a doctor tell us about how was the journey of being a doctor what is it like yeah so i was studying undergrad um yes. before me because i say four years undergrad four years medical school yes so four years undergrad the biggest challenge was when i came to the u.s i didn't know anything about like what to do to become a doctor like what prerequisites what things you have to have in your resume to become a doctor so i when i moved when i said i came to oklahoma it's because i had a friend also in oklahoma we went to um high school together in back home in cameroon so when i moved she was already a year ahead of me because i spent one year more before moving to the states so she and i we started like googling like everything we need to do the our college advisor was very useless because it was like, no, you guys cannot do this. We're like, okay, fine. So we together, we're like trying Google, like, what do we need? We need to volunteer. We need to shadow doctors. We need to do some research. Research is not a must, what, but what if is you do, What is a shadow doctor? Shadowing doctor, you follow doctor in the hospital. Whatever okay. he does, you're behind him and then You're see like how, an intern? Exactly. Like medical a, intern. Medical intern, yes, a little okay. bit like that. You're learning. But unpaid. Unpaid. <laughs> unpaid. And okay. then, um... So that was that. So after we moved, and after I moved, and then we started gathering, doing all these things. I started volunteering like crazy. Why is volunteering important while in your you're in medical school? Why do you in have to be out there giving your for free you time? To apply. Yes, because when you apply to medical school, they want okay. to say that you you give. You sometimes like give away, you, right? You have you're that like, charitable exactly, that, yeah, okay. that ability and that even that that will to do that. Mm -hmm. So I volunteer like crazy. I remember I was I was also doing research when I moved to Utah at least um 20 hours a week to 40 hours a week doing research what's the importance of research you're, you're talking about volunteering yes what's true. the part of research true the part of research is because when you become a doctor you also do some research yes. right so every day Constantly, have, yes. exactly you research about like topics and you find that like, medicine is evolving all the time so yes. research is also very good at yeah. It's training. It's a training be before you get to medical school. All these things, yeah. Correct. So I did research and then presenting as well because when you do present, you have to present your research. Yes. To like to people. To a lot of people. To a lot of people, exactly. Yes. And then as a doctor, you also do a lot of presentations. Now you're Dr. Elise. Yes. What was your focus? Now the doctor is a big spectrum. Like mm -hmm. this is thrown out. There's a whole world. Yeah. What was your focus? Are you kids doctor, veterinary doctor, bone doctor? What doctor? What doctor are you focused? What are you so alien? Like you can be like this is something I was interested in. I'm not going back to your bigger career now. Like at this moment, you're in college. Yeah. You're new to. What are you into the doctor world for? Are you trying to save lives? You know, what are you trying to do? So right now, I'm specializing into family medicine. Family okay. medicine is literally everything. We what take, is it? We take care of babies. We yes. do like pregnant women. We deliver babies. Mm -hmm. We do. Um, we take care of old people. Literally, family a family doctor does everything besides surgery. You're a you're a pediatrician. You you do pediatrician. You do the OB Yes. You are the the internal medicine doctor. You literally everything. You can work in the ER. We can be hospitalists if you want to. We can work in urgent care. We can work in clinics. We can work everywhere as a doctor. And you can even deliver babies as a family doctor. Being ambiguous in your career, yeah. like you can do anything. You're like a superman in the doctor world. I'm the doctor of the doctor. Call your doctor oh to goodness. call me as a doctor. If now, you mean to mean credits, <laughs> then <it's. laughs> No, just to make sure people understand the value of what family doctor does. Mm -hmm. Now, how much more work mm -hmm. does it require you to graduate as a family doctor as opposed 
if I was a pediatrician or if I was an orthodontist or if I was an OBGYN like what why why did you go to this broad exactly. which means hard to me I'm a, I, every time I see something broad it means more work so now you're a family doctor why family why don't you just go to something dentistry more like something specific. more like more simple because Africa you're a doctor go to something easier knock it off why did you go to something more right so yes. I wanted to do everything I wanted to be able to see I wanted my life to be more exciting like oh. I, I can see a baby now and then I can see an old person next I can see a mom I can deliver a baby in the next hour mm-hmm. so that's that's what I wanted to do okay and that's what family doctor is like what spectrum medicine okay. and also I want to do some global health so I wanted to be able to do everything so that when I do get to do global health, I'm able to like see a lot of patient diversity, right? I uh, thank you, Dr. Elise, for mm-hmm. mentioning global health. Now, global health, ladies and gentlemen, is a campaign that is translated in different systems, different different agencies, different nonprofits which are out there, where we are spreading awareness of health and well-being to the whole world. Is that what right. you're talking about? To the less destitute. To the less fortunate, yes, people that have like, you know, like, um, I'm thinking about doing global health in Africa. Yes, yeah, like, spreading like the South way America, up exactly. Yes. Yeah, even even going there and then, um, you know, like, providing my, my help, right? Yes. Yes, so, it's besides the uh, giving, you like you say, like, spreading yes. the words, it's yes. also going there and helping them. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to break this ass a little bit. I'm going to break this ass. You know, I've been bringing this doctor on some hard, hard things. So, I'm going to bring her closer. What is the favorite... What's your favorite color? Oof. So many favorite colors. Okay. Um, it depends on the day, actually. Yes. Some days, I feel like wearing black. Yes. Um, some days, I'm like, oh, okay, blue. Yes. Will be good on me. It depends on. It really depends on the day how I feel yes. that morning, and then oh. that's my color. It's more your energy, like exactly. more the vibration. What about music? Well, like when you listen to music, when you wake up before you put on that white jacket to go deliver yourself like a superwoman to the ah. hospital. So, what kind of music do you like? Do you like uh, you like uh, from Africa, especially? Uh, what kind of music are you, is your favorite? Like, what do people in Cameroon like say? This is the type of tunes we like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have like so many music. Like, uh, we have like dombolo type of things, like yes. very like dancing. Dance Sing, mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah okay yeah. so the dumbolo does it have like more congolese influence also like it's yeah, good right you know you yes, got it. yes yes you know a little bit of congolese in get, there getting too. there getting there yeah no, sister i gotta take you back now let's scale back let's scale back mm-hmm. we're back in utah you're mm-hmm. a medical student explain to us how did you you graduated and what happened what is your experience like sure so actually when i was in utah i was i was still undergrad yes. so i applied to medical school on my at the end of my third year beginning of fourth year of, of of undergrad, undergrad because it takes about one year to apply to, oh, yeah, to, apply. to, to, medic, to medical okay. school yes. so yes so i got in to medical school in the caribbean correct uh, in the caribbean in dominica i don't know if people know wait wait wait, 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 wait you went to wait you left utah yes i left utah and you are applying where dominica you left america i left america. why were you going so, it is very amazing hey, ladies and gentlemen this is new we, we don't find people leaving america to go to caribbean so you are a one of a million mm-hmm. so you found an opportunity yes why caribbean though so a lot of caribbean school are u.s school but in the caribbean so mm. it was a u.s school based in the caribbean you do like i say you uh medical school is four years so you do the first two years in the caribbean and you last two years in the u.s oh that's it. okay yes so okay so this caribbean place would you have a country where you are specifically a city maybe where you were or so university yes sure i was in dominica dominica island is in between guadeloupe and martinique guadeloupe and martinique okay yes so i was in dominica for like two. an island it's an island okay yes, okay, okay yes. yes okay so i was there for two years yes. and then after i finished 
finished my basic sciences and moved to the US. What university was this at Dominican Republic? It's called Ross University School of Medicine. How's living in Dominican life? Because you know me, I see people in Hawaii, hey, yeah. Jamaica, hey, mm -hmm. people eating coconuts every morning and crab legs. Yeah. So is that the life in school? In school, no. But for other people, yes. Like Tell it's, me about it's it. usually like going to the beach, eating yes. a coconut, like fishing, mm. eating what you fish for the day. <laughs> You're right. Um, but for school, mainly was studying, and then when we have time, we go highland hopping. Yes. So oh, highland hopping is yes, that a thing? Highland. It's, it's like I hop. It's like Uber for islands. Yeah, because okay. we were like we had a lot of islands around yes. us. We had like um, Grenada. We had like Trin Trinidad, Trinidad and Brago, Yes, yes Barbados. Like, Barbados. All these. All these islands. Right yeah, island hopping. I've learned island something. Hopping, I need yes. to be island hopping. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because island and hopping, then it's yeah. literally just a ferry. Even yes. the airplane ticket is like less yeah. than a hundred. Oh, yeah, that's not right. Not, that's, so, so you're in, in the Caribbean. Yes. I'll be distracted. You know me. I cannot go to school in Miami, Vegas. You know, you are young at this time. Yeah, you're still young. You know that you're older. You're still young, <laughs> but you're here. You're young. You're college. You're focused, but you're in a place where the weather is good. The weather is good. People are nice. People food is not nice. as expensive as LA and as Vegas. Like, How did you good. maintain your focus while you're in the Caribbean? Because I don't, I'm not sure I can maintain. I'll be there. Huba, 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 yes. huba. What's How did you course. maintain? Well, medical school is very expensive. So, and my school is very particular. If you fail more than once, they fire you. And when you mean fire, you go back home, not to you America. You go back you home, go and then that is for medical school for you. And then you have 400k of in debt, debt in debt. So. That that's what kept me focused, you know. You get focused <laughs> exactly. And now you finish school from the Caribbean, and yes, the uh, when you years. graduate, you graduated from there, or did you, did you have, no, it's, or just, you it's just two years, and then two years in the states. So, so you, you came back. back when you came back, you went back to Utah. So when I came back, I was in California. That's why I did my all, my the clinical rotations are where you see patients. I say medical student now we can see patients, talk to patients, and then you you know train as a doctor. To become a doctor. So after the, the two years, you can yes. train as a doctor now. You can train you to went. become a doctor when you come back to the when, US. Okay, when you left Barbados, this program where you went to California, was it part of the program? It's part of the school, yes. Okay. It's, it's still the same school. It's, the part of the, it's two years part of the four years. So you're in California? I was in California. And you graduate. Tell us more. How did you feel about when you finished, finally finished all this process of traveling, traveling and stamping your food, your, your passport? How do you feel? I know. It, it felt good, right? It's yeah. like, you know, like a degree at the end of the day, like all your hard work paid off. Um, so, but the thing is, you cannot practice in the U.S. without um, specializing. What is specializing? Like, we don't, hey, you're using a lot of words yeah. today. So, You've graduated. Yes. You've gone through all these processes. Yes. Now, what is specializing? I thought we're done. We're graduating. No. Four years, four years, we're done. What is I, specializing? I wish it was the case. No. Okay. Once, once you finish medical school, you become a doctor. You're just a doctor. But you're not a surgeon. You're specializing is you, like, training into something very specialized. Like, surgery, OB-GYN, um, pediatric, right? Or so, four years of whatever I want to study. Yes. Four, it's like then general medicine. Yes. yes. Then four years of of getting into the doctor world yes then after i'm getting I'm, after i'm a doctor i gotta specify exactly. what i treat exactly. is that where you discovered family it, that's what i'm doing now okay yes. good good mm -hmm. good so specialization how do you long do you take this 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 process how long does it take to, to decide the specialization part? so the applying for special it takes a year so it's every september to march 
So you you apply in September. You send your application. You read some read some recommendations. Yes. Uh, your application packet. Yes. And then they call you for interviews. Yes. And for interview, you travel around the state, depending on where you apply. Oh. You travel for interviews, and then in March they tell you where you're going to. When you're traveling, you're traveling to different hospitals. You travel to different hospitals. Okay. Yes. So yes. psych assignment. Yeah. All right. Okay. So you have specialized. Yes, I'm different. After specialized, now. you're now fully a full After, package. Exactly. So what happens? After and then you can work. Act, and now you can just see your own patient can do whatever you want as a doctor but it takes specialization takes at least three years it's for three years to seven years so you're looking for four, four, four and then three. three to seven three what three <coughs> to seven four four three to seven yes ladies and gentlemen if you see a doctor next time trying to overtake you on the highway be respectful let that nigga go because <laughs> you see this girl over here amazing doctor is telling us my sister's telling us that the amount of sacrifice to be a doctor is almost a dozen years yes like almost a dozen years after you finish high school it is yes it is 11 years to about 18 years and we applaud after you for high that. school we applaud you for yes. that my sister what what was your most you know there's a myth like a lot of people say being a doctor is hard like this is something i don't want to do and and this is something that's meant for these people and these people like they're african doctors they're black black doctors young lady female doctors just like you black doctors black excellence out here what did you want to tell them was something that kept you going while you were pursuing your dream like what made you like you're moving to country to country table to table four years here because that's a lot of patients that's 12 patients. years plus is a lot of patients what kept you going to make you good for your role so for me it's i love doing what i'm doing i, mm -hmm. I oh my goodness i love seeing my patients i love helping people yes. i love making them better like when they come very sick and then at the end of the day they're, like, they're smiling they're going home they're happy mm -hmm. that's what makes me um going every morning you are around a lot of people with pain you're around a lot of suffering yeah. you're a lot of, a lot of like how do you you as yourself take care of yourself? how do you take care of yourself the, the energy you're bringing home you're married i believe yes, yes i'm married like mm -hmm. how do you do how do you how do you balance how do you balance like the energy from home because healthcare really needs a lot of persons a lot of yeah yeah how do you do exactly. it for yourself how do you do it i'm glad that you brought the fact that i'm married because like <laughs> my husband and um, he's gonna have a big head now um, <laughs> he, he is amazing at putting me in my space sometimes when i come back i'm like oh am i complaining because sometimes like you said it, yes. it's a lot like when you take off people sometimes you want to take the pain away you're soaking energy and like you said you suck the energy too and then when i come home and i, I want to complain but my husband is like you know what this is what you love doing and he's like telling Reminding me you remind me what why, why i'm doing it. this yes you chose I'm, it. why i'm doing this yes. and then um yeah and then that's what sometimes i need to keep going and then you know like, what's what's one thing you wish you had known um before you started being a doctor what's one thing you wish like before i got to medical school i wish somebody told me this i wish i knew this or before i came to america or before i left cameroon or before what's one thing like you can compile like just compress it and say that's one thing i wish i knew before i became a doctor oh um one thing was do something you love in undergrad because i, I did chemistry and it was do hard something as heck. you love in undergrad, undergrad before again because I'm med, med, school, yes. med school is very stressful so in undergrad you want to do something that is very enjoyable something very simple mm -hmm. because once you start making us with there's no rest until the rest of your life there's no peace, peace no peace no nothing so i did chemistry it was so hard i was so into school like i didn't have fun 
Now I still don't have fun, you know. Because so your, your schedule is busy. My schedule is very yes. busy. I work six days a week. Some months I work six days a week. Some months yes. I work seven days. Some months it's like five days. It depends on the, the month. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like do something that you know you enjoy doing. Have all your fun before getting to med school. I want to take this back a little bit. So we are back, scaling back, ladies and gentlemen. She said do what you love in undergrad you better lock that down now i want to ask you something so we're back to utah mm -hmm. you graduated yes did you graduate no no no, no. my bad you mean back Ross to california university? California. Oh, yeah, california yeah what is the name of the university in california ross university school of school of medicine school of it's medicine. based in miami but i just did my rotation in california in california yes now so tell us you graduating mm -hmm. how was the job process like looking for a job how was it how was it like how did you apply how, how did you end up in seattle yes so after i finished um i came back because my husband was working in seattle yes so, he was based in seattle yes. so yes so it's just me coming back to you know live together and yes. then look for jobs mm -hmm. so i was fortunate enough to get something here in marysville i live yes. in everett now yes. everett washington yes. and marysville is 10 minutes away and you how was the environment like you're coming here first doctor how was your first day at work you know you are practicing practicing oh you've yeah. been an intern for too long shadowing now your first day at work how was your first day in a white jacket in this environment you no, there's no practical there's no lecturer there's no nobody mm -hmm. there's no shadow it's you're the light what happened yeah. how, how was it for you i mean so far it's been good right mm -hmm. um it's people are very understanding people are very helping yes um the whole culture i love my hospital i love the 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 place i'm working at because yes. people are very like the culture is just very welcoming and yeah. if i need something the nurse are always there to help me the vibes yes, vibes, the vibes, vibes is very good and ladies and gentlemen before you know miss alize is married to one of my best friends for life okay if you don't know i was hosting her wedding her wedding was <laughs> popping popping yeah and i've been serious the whole day but this lady here put a wedding together the wedding was massive i was that's was my first oh, thank you. wedding i can say as general tombo that i hosted official wedding that I had class and they say so advising other you know african mm -hmm. enthusiastic brides mm -hmm. how did you put the colors together how did you organize you plan your whole wedding how did you put it together man that was beautiful Oh, thank you so much. I mean, the YouTube, that night, uh, everybody's uh, still uh, talking uh, about you, uh, then, uh, I swear. How was the wedding? No kidding, but the wedding preparation, it was, it was, it was a lot because like, like I say, when I put my mind to something, I just yes. go for it. Yes. Um, I already knew what I wanted and then oh. I wanted a specific way. And then thankfully the preparation paid off because nothing went wrong that everything night. was smooth everything was smooth yes. because like i had like extra sheets spreadsheet yes. everybody knew what he was doing the at colors, what time yes. the colors yes um everything even the clothes because with everything was um our outfits everything was sewn 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 right so yes, sewn, yeah, 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 yes, sewn yeah. by hand from africa i only had this one lady my white dress was yes. done in california okay the girl is called her company's anit skirt in california if you guys you can check her out she makes like good dresses please do please yes. check that out plug that I need, in i need cuts yes, yes 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 i gotta ask you something why did you go with the african print for your wedding like you know like a lot of wedding people like oh i want my dress to look like uh, louis vuitton with the burger yeah. you put the african anything on it was a way different thing oh your husband you saw your husband shirt yeah tell him i wear the same size okay oh you tell him your husband <laughs> i wear the same size when he washes his clothes i want some Definitely. but how did you put this theme together because your theme was really different you had an afrocentric theme why afrocentric you're from africa you know a lot I of am. people don't go with afrocentric there true. so let's go why not true so actually my husband was he brought it first and yes. he was like we need to do something that is not um 
some not something that everybody does right something a little different like yes. you need something african so he, he just put it out there and then i'm the one who was like okay so what do you mean he was like you know african dresses and blah, blah. so i'm the one also like, okay so i actually drew my dress what? I, feel like I was like okay so i want this bottom to be like this my top part to be like that yes. and then um for the men's outfit i found a seamstress in ghana mm -hmm. And Nigeria, so it was two places. Just two places, yes. Yes. So the colors, it was just about like the theme, something that would match the theme of the wedding. What was the most memorable thing of you? I know there's a lot of memorable things. Yeah. Your mother laughing, where everything was popping. Your husband was wearing good shoes. Tell him I wear the same size. Anyway, sure. so what was the most um, memorable thing from your? American-based wedding because I know it's hard. You're bringing your parents to America. You know, we Africans we take the weddings to them. They, we don't yes. bring them to the wedding. We True. take the wedding to them. So it's different. You're you're you have an African husband. You're bringing your African parents here. How is the how what what what's your most memorable thing from that whole night, that whole weekend, that whole week? Yes, it was just family, everybody together, and mm. everybody was happy for us. Everybody yes. literally like. Um, everybody was there for us, literally mm -hmm. there for us the whole night. Um, people flew from Europe, yes. our cousin from New England coming, yes. like Cameroon, um, Canada. My All these people Canada. came, yes. All these people came for us and the, the wedding was just beautiful. People supporting us. It, yeah. it was a beautiful wedding. I got to tell you, for all the books, I still have pictures there. I didn't wait. Oh, your reception was you. popping. <laughs> you know, other people call you for weddings and you starve. But this is your wedding and I didn't I wait. I appreciate it. Thank you. I got to ask you something now. So, you're a doctor and mm -hmm. what unique skill helps you be on top of your role as a doctor like what do you say like everybody can be a doctor that this thing helps me get my work done this helps me execute my role and purpose in my career like what what is it what unique skill do you think maybe you've developed it over the years oh, yeah. maybe not sure, but what is it yeah i see what you mean um communication communication with my patients i get a talk talk to your patient yes. um something that a lot of my patients are telling me is i talk to them more much more than other doctors right because it's we are located 15 minutes per patient oh you your your design like your, your, this is a, like a, 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 a time something quarter. that yes, yes. It's 15 minutes but um i do take my 15 minutes I, you know 15 minutes some that will take five some that will take ten yeah but i take my whole 15 minutes to talk to my patient and they really appreciate it they really appreciate the, when you're warm when you're caring when you're there for them it really takes you a long way you can even like have more information from the patient at that point and this makes your work easier it makes your work way easier you have no idea yeah. what's the one thing you look forward to when you wake up in your white jacket when you go to work and like man this is one thing i love about my job Oof, um that's a very good question and so every morning when i wake up it's about how can i do to make my patient feel good or even no not good better than yesterday mm. when he came in yes. right yes. because they not everything we can treat right yes not everything we can the patient can cure we cannot cure everything correct so what can i do to make my patient feel better than yesterday that's actually what i that, that's something you feel to it gives you like a peace like it gives you satisfaction yes. and peace in your heart mm -hmm. now i gotta say something because you know i'm all about helping people in a way that we can yeah, all bridge and grow in something yeah. <laughs> so i am here mm -hmm. okay i met bill gates okay he pissed me off because he said he's gonna cook jollof rice from Ghana, but he cooked jollof rice from Nigeria, which Nigeria. is like disrespectful, <laughs> disrespectful. So he decides to mm -hmm. apologize to me. He's gonna give me one million dollars, and because I, you know, I don't need it, mm -hmm. but you are doing God, the Lord's work, so I give it to you, mm -hmm. and I send it to your bank account. Your cash app is what Elise, Doctor Elise. <laughs> so I send it to you. Something like that. So uh -huh. what are you gonna do with that one million dollars to make the world a better place? Um. 
make the world a better place. So, like I said, I'm very interested in global health. So we have a lot of places that need like medical equipment. So definitely mm. invest in that, mm -hmm. and also you know some look, pay the extra help and the travel and everything we need to make the travel and the expenses that cover all the expenses. You're taking you're, you're taking the the campaign that you have right now as a doctor. Yes. You're gonna go to less destitute places, third world. You're talking outreach, paying the traveling. You mean like like yeah, nurses? Yeah, from here to Africa, right? Yes. And, and you, your team, yes. you have to move. Yeah. Exactly. Now, also, I'm also talking to T-Mobile, right? Mm -hmm. T-Mobile, because they're not giving me all my minutes, they decide to apologize to me by okay. giving me a free billboard. Now I'm okay. driving through Washington. Cha, 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 cha. I see exit 91. That is going to Everett. That's going to close to where you, you work. Mm -hmm. And I have a free billboard for three months. Okay. And it's for me, but I give you. So you can put anything on it and you can put any quote on it. What do that billboard, what do you want to see on that billboard? And do you, and what should people read on that billboard as they drive every day? And why? It is yours. Yeah, it is mine. Huh. That's a good question. What should I put? Um, I do have, um, let me see. I do have a quote. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. That, go ahead. Let's, go, um, let's get it, let's get it. That I, 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 you know, I really like, okay. and it's a French quote. I yes. really don't know the author, if that's okay. Okay. But I have the quote. It says, "Sans forgeant qu'on devient forgeant," which okay. means it's by forging that we become, that one becomes a blacksmith, which means practice makes perfect. Yes. Right. You cannot just wake up and become, you know, perfect. Correct. You have to work hard. Yes. You have to practice. You have to usually put your work into everything you do. You have to do your shorts. You have to do, yeah, you have to do your time. Ladies and gentlemen, when you see Elise's there, you better remember the message which is on the highway. Yeah. Man, Elise, thank you for being on the show, man. Oh, thank you I for I really appreciate me. you for being here. There are a lot of young listeners who are listening to all these stories and all these narrations of like how you became a doctor. Mm -hmm. And through sharing knowledge, especially in our African community, we of get course. to inspire them so they can feel they're not strangers. They can feel like, uh, you know, they can feel they're not ostracized. Do you have any take as being a medical professional about uh, any medical take or your opinion based on the depression levels or mental health within African communities as a, as a professional? Oh, yes, yes. That's something I really advocate when I have my patient that come in, especially my black patient, Hispanic patient. Yes. Um, I'm not biased. I'm just saying I'm not go biased. Go ahead, go ahead, right? go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> cut. You're it's good, just yeah. that because we are not really educated on that topic. It's very taboo, I would say. Yes. Um, a lot of patient, black patients, especially do when they feel depressed or when they have all those mental illnesses, yes. they do not talk about it. Yes. And then, um, and then that's why we have a lot of them are in prison, not because they commit a crime, but because they're mental yes. illness, right? So usually I would sit down and then ask them a lot of questions. This is a safe space. Yes. You can tell me everything and yes. I'm here to help you. So people, black people, especially black people, they should understand that it happens. Mm -hmm. It's not, so, it's not bad. Correct. It's, it's not, you should talk about it. You should see someone when Correct. you feel sad, depressed, yes. or like life is not worth it. I want to ask you something. As a medical professional, um, and you're coming from the African background, mm -hmm. we have a lot of people in America who are immigrants who mm -hmm. don't believe in health insurance. They don't believe yes. in going to the doctor. We have people who have died, people are committing suicide, people exactly. are uh, mental yeah. health is unbalanced, and people who discover they have the 
the later stages of cancer or, or tumors or something, what advice as a doctor could you build people who don't go to dentists, people who mm-hmm. don't believe in tooth cleaning, don't believe in occasional surgery to make to make sure you know your obesity, these things that are what do you as a doctor feel like these are avenues in a few minutes that these are avenues uh, as Africans or mm-hmm. as expatriates or as people like these are avenues you need to pay attention to. Please yes, give yes. us some tips, give us sure. healthy tips like what do you think we should do as a people? Sure, definitely. Um, definitely do not go to the hospital late yes. because when you go late that's when um, everything just goes south yes but the thing is if you do not have an insurance because you know uh, you're sick and you don't have an insurance yes they have a, we have a lot especially here in Washington and I know a lot of places too in California I would, I would also say a lot of clinics offer health for free so you can be treated for literally zero money and I work also the place I work at is also for underserved, underinsured population. Yes. So you can come, even if you're illegal, yes. you do not ask for your paper. You can be treated you can for be treated. free. Yes. So if you have that fear, look for CHC. CHC is community health centers. Yes. So a lot of community health centers, they offer treatment for free. Yes. Like I say again, if you had, do not have insurance, look for community health centers. Commun- community health centers. Go Google that, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Go find that out. Around and your what, area. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Dr. LZ means if you're anybody who's undocumented, nobody's illegal in this world. Hey, undocumented. Hey, of course, yes. true. We are undocumented. Exactly. If you're undocumented, uh, listen to Dr. LZ. LZ, continue where you find this. Yes. So you can find, like, in, you can look with your zip code yes. if you have a CHC around your area yes the closest one is always the better and Correct. then you can get uh, treated for free you yes. can even get like some uh, mental uh, educator you can yes. even get some um, like nutritionist nutritionist yes. nutritionist for free why is nutrition important in our communities like you know me I came to America we were yeah. eating steak 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 I had a friend of mine his name was called Howard we just had steak ah. all of you but now you have to what's the beauty of eating like healthy eating nutrition hydration why is it important that we sell this to our community like this is important that you keep yes. up with this thing exercise obesity please yes, tell us yes yes because it's, it's also good for your health right yes like just by you dieting just by exercising you yes. can you can already like kick out a diabetes can kick out hypertension Correct. unless it's genetic but if Correct. it's something like uh, you know by if you you need to exercise yes you need to eat healthy Correct. you know it's, and it's good for your health it's good for your heart it's good yes. for everything and like so no smoking Drinking. Yeah, drinking, you gotta balance everything. Yes, <laughs> like drink exactly. It's just balance, right? Yes. Yeah. What should we look forward to from Eliz, Doctor Elise in the future? I've already said that when I give you money and a bed, billboard, ah. but you as a person, or you like, what should you expect from Doctor Elise in the future? In the future. Well, I'm advocating a lot for my brothers and sisters, right? Mm-hmm. I was one to two years ago old. Yes. When I found that less than five percent well i knew already less like a very small population portion of doctors were black less than five percent i mean about five percent doctors are black and about two percent are women black women so two percent percent of the five percent of yes. doctors of all the doctors in the u.s two percent black are women. women yes that's a very small number yes black why, women, why black are women. black women not trying to be doctors I have no idea but the thing is i'm advocating and i'm calling a lot of all if you guys are listening to me you ladies come and talk to me if you're Be interested a to become a doctor if yes. you're interested like definitely um i'm here thank you thank you so much yeah. and dr Elise, you can find her on social media yes. no 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 wait a minute she's married you idiots who are <laughs> looking looking anyway 
Back to you, Elise. Yes. Where can they find you online? They can definitely find me on LinkedIn. Yes. Okay. LinkedIn and also Facebook. Yes. Yes. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Today we had the pleasure of interviewing Dr. Elise, and she has explained to us her journey through medical school. Yes. From Cameroon, Utah. Hey, people are traveling. You were seeing resilience. You're seeing how people have grown, people have changed, and I'm I'm really happy that you're here. If you were oh, thank me, thank you for having me. Of course. You're welcome, sister. If you were me, mm-hmm. what would you ask yourself that I did not ask? Hmm, how would I ask myself? Would you, would, have I done medicine again? What I knew now? Yes, I would have. Why? Yes, I would have. Because the journey was really, really hard. And having a partner, my husband now, yes, that helped me through the journey. Because like I met my husband, I was still 20 years old. I was yes. still undergrad. Um, so he saw me going through the med- medical school, like yes. all the white nights and everything. Having that support system is very good. Yes. Um, it's, it's something that made me like succeed, I would say, besides my family for sure. Yes. Um, so, and then at the end of the day, I'm doing what I love, right? It's doing what you really, really love. Something yes. that you can do for the rest of your for life. For the rest of your life. You're exactly. serving the people. Yeah, you're serving the people. The one thing I respect about you, Dr. Elise, is uh, as you took risks, you took a leap of faith. Yeah. And in one of those things, like a lot, I have African people who are scared to even take student loans to mm-hmm. like pursue their dreams. Can you just touch lightly on it? I wanted to ask my previous guest, but he ran away. But <laughs> but I had to ask like on previous student loans, or just a little touch on it, like as a medical student. Mm-hmm. Is it a sacrifice as well? You have to be ready for that also financial sacrifice because sacrifice brings something. Because people think I'm a doctor, I make money. Mm-hmm. So you got to tell them like you make money, but. Yes, okay, you, tell them. you do have to make sure that you just don't blow that money away because you still have loans, yeah. Yes. And also for medical school, they have, they have medical school that offer free tuition, like full ride. So it, you, if you don't like taking loans, you can still go to those medical you school. You find a way to? Like, yes, 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 you can still go to medical school and not own a penny. Correct. Right? Um, it's definitely worth it. You can definitely just reimburse everything by five years if you yes. plan well. Yes. Right? And then you can have all your money after so. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an enigma from the diaspora right here, Dr. Elise. He's helped debunk a lot of stereotypes within the medical field, and we are so lucky to have her. We'll bring a lot more for consultations. When you have questions, please <laughs> drop in here. She'll be ready, willing to work with people, bounce ideas with other doctors that who are listening to my podcast on how we can start something to help our community. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. Elise, do you have any few words? You want to say anything? You want to say anything to encourage this young black girl who's from Cameroon who's trying to come and be a doctor in America as well? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, um, like I love, like, dream big. Yes. Like, the sky's the limit. Don't set your yourself short. If they say no, it's okay. Like, I don't know Rejection. You gotta be acquainted with yes, it. Yes. You, you just need to let this slide yes. and then go forward, right? Um, yes. At the end of the day, you you know you need to work hard definitely you need to work hard don't let a no like bring you down more life more blessings ladies and gentlemen this more has been a, a general uncut and here with dr elise herself anyway when you're visiting seattle and you're sick sick and you're around everett you know 911 is dr elise she will <laughs> tell you to cure yourself and anyway, more life more blessings thank you for tuning in this is amazing it's been an amazing show Please plug in for the next show. Like, subscribe, and comment. More life, more blessings. Elise, bye-bye. Bye.
Thank you for tuning in to the show. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to General Matambo Uncut Podcasts. Now available on all platforms. Au revoir.